I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey, what's happening, everyone? Welcome to Mates TV. I am Mates. I haven't done one of these in a while, mainly because the opinions haven't been quite as outlandish, but... The guys on the 888 Sport YouTube channel have been talking about overrated Premier League footballers and something they said really got to me. He used to be more involved though, Harry Kane. He did used to be, but like he feels like his game's changed. He's so selfish. Everything oh, is about Harry Kane. Ne- never, that yeah. does my head. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's robbing goals. The man takes yeah. phantom goals. Yeah. Do you ever see him running for the ball? Do you ever see him chase a ball? No, do you, Bob? No, Never. I agree. It was a really good show from Steve. Yeah, Harry show. Kane is completely yeah. overrated. He's such a talented finisher, but I think his overall contribution it feels very much like a like a he's <laughs> like a fancy Darren Bent basically. <laughs> I say really got to me. Look, I, I like Steve. I think he's he's a good guy. But the notion that Harry Kane is overrated, I think, is a bit mad. To be perfectly honest, they threw out the likes of Harry Maguire, and I think they ultimately came to the the, the, the notion that Harry, Harry Maguire was the most overrated player in the Premier League, and it got me to thinking. How do you quantify such a thing? First off, listen, go over to the 888 Sport YouTube channel, leave your opinions, whether you agree or disagree. I'll have you and I'll have a comment there. You can interact with me in that space and all that stuff. But yeah, yeah, that's that. There are some interesting points raised by the video, but I kind of wanted to move on the discussion, to be honest. I don't want to talk about how, how we quantify these things, because in my opinion, the base starting point for this is the fact that, look, ultimately, if you're a football fan, you're not really a football fan. You're a fan of a particular team, first and foremost. So even if you were to watch every televised game of football going, odds are you're going to be watching it through the lens of your own side. Even when you're watching a game that doesn't really matter too much, you're, you will have memories of certain players or certain managers or certain situations, and your your basis of understanding will come from having watched your, your football team, first and foremost. I mean, ultimately... When it comes to analysing overrated, we're talking about the biggest players at the biggest clubs, to be perfectly honest, because I couldn't tell you whether there's a Norwich player that's the most overrated player in the Premier League. Because let's be honest, I suspect that there isn't, but also, ultimately, I haven't got a clue. Have you got a clue? No, nobody's got a clue. You know, I don't mean to use Norwich, the Baston in particular. That didn't mind because Liverpool are playing this week. Ultimately, the players that you're going to be talking about are, look, what are they? They're antagonists. They're antagonists to your club, to the players of your club, to the things your club are trying to achieve. So I think it, it, it always adds a skew. And that 888 sport video, the Leicester fan brings up Harry Maguire. And of course, he's going to bring up Harry Maguire because, look, Leicester City sold him. So he's going to be fresh in his mind. He's, he's tied into the Harry Maguire story. He might very well be right. Harry Maguire might be at £80 million. He might be massively overrated, but overrated 
sponsored by who and in what regard. I understand that as a, that's a pretty that's a reasonable place to start. Go on transfer fees. Look, Andy Carroll was Andy Carroll overrated? Probably when Liverpool paid thirty-five million pounds for him. That Liverpool chose to pay thirty-five million pounds for a player of that level of ability says that yeah, he was probably very overrated. So that's actually a, a decent barometer, really, isn't it? In terms of those things, but Harry Maguire, I think, is an interesting discussion because is he an eighty million pound centre back? No, but of course, yes, because someone chose to pay for you. It's going to be worth what someone's willing to pay for you. Nothing has a, a value, really. It's a made-up fantasy figure until someone is literally willing to put down the cash and spend it. And if it's worth 80, 80 Harry Maguire wasn't worth 80 million to Liverpool, and he wasn't worth 80 million to Manchester City, but he's probably worth 80 million to Manchester United because they desperately needed a, a better centre half option than what they had. So, really, what's 80 million pounds if, if, if he solves the problem? I remember people saying this about Virgil van Dijk what the hell will Liverpool do and paying 75 million pounds for a centre back from Southampton? But Liverpool desperately needed a centre back. They didn't just need a centre back, they needed Virgil van Dijk. So, the, the, the fee was utterly irrelevant. So, I think that's where there's a, some holes in the debate. He's overrated, he's not worth £80 million in a general footballing sense when you consider what value you could get for that. It's the Andy Carroll argument. £35 million would have bought you Sergio Aguero. Would you rather have Andy Carroll? Uh, or would you rather have Sergio Aguero? Ding, 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 ding. It's Sergio Aguero all day long, isn't it? Um, but Liverpool were in a situation where Fernando Torres was going out of the door. Suarez had come in, but Liverpool had that money burning a hole in their pocket. They needed to go and get a solution to a problem. And... For Newcastle, will you accept 35 million? Why I deal done? It was it was at the time seen as like yeah Liverpool going above and beyond, but that was the value for for Liverpool at the time. So it can be a bit of a, a tricky argument because my immediate reaction when I when the question was posed to me, who do you think is the most overrated player in the Premier League? In fact, do do this little exercise for me right now. Who is the most overrated player in the Premier League today? And just have, let's let's just ruminate on it for a couple of seconds. I want to, in the comments here, or you can tweet me at the Paul Machin, who is the first player that came to mind? Now, the first player that came to my mind was Paul Pogba. Is it because I don't think he's a good player? No, I think he's. I think Paul Pogba is an absolutely outstanding footballer. Is he overrated? Probably, yes. Now, why do I think that? Because you're talking about a guy, you know, who was in title-winning Juventus side. He was in Manchester United's youth set-up. He was very, very highly rated. To go from Manchester United to Juventus says you've got supreme talent. He's won a World Cup with France. He's, he's a fantastic footballer. Fantastic. So how could I possibly say he's overrated? He gets good, you know, he gets a good goal and assist return for a guy who plays in a bit a variety of midfield positions. You know, he's not one of the front three, but he still gets a good a good goal return. Still his goal contributions in an all-round sense are still pretty, pretty good. Very good, really, for for the centre mid, particularly in a Manchester United side. That's not great. So why do I think he's overrated? Because Paul Pogba has crossed over into uh, this category of footballers who transcend their football teams. And there's, there's loads of them. Ronaldo's one of them. Messi's one of them. Um, Mohamed Salah is, is one of them as well. I, I, and when people develop their own fan base, I find that really, really weird. I find that a really, really bizarre subculture of footy, people who, who follow players, not football teams. And Paul Pogba is one of those players for whom you cannot slag off. You cannot talk about him in, in, in negative terms in any way, shape or form because the, the 
Paul Pogba Ultras will just destroy you. They're like One Direction fans, basically. Messi fans. My good friend Steve Hall made a comment about uh, you know taking the piss out of Messi last season and spent weeks and weeks and weeks of being slaughtered by Lionel Messi fans. And my thing about Paul Pogba is I don't think that he... I, I, I can understand Messi having fans like that. And I can understand Ronaldo having fans like that. And I can understand you know the, the truly elite players on the planet having a, a culture of, of just their own individual supporters because they're pop stars. They transcend. David Beckham has a bit of that as well. You know they are. They're more like they're more akin to Justin Bieber and Taylor Swift than they are to you know your average Jamie Carragher's and your John Terry's of, of the footballing world. <sighs> I think, again, I think he's very, very good. And I think if you put him with a world-class manager and a world-class team, I think we'd see the absolute best of Pogba. But I do, I think he's overrated in such that there's people who have this mad cult of Pogba. Yeah, I think that's an issue. But then let's let's flip it around the other way. There's another way of looking at it. And I think you've got at the moment, you've got this era of banter stats happening, particularly on football Twitter, where, again, it's where we get lost in our own football clubs. We become so myopic in the view of players that we think someone must be the best dot, 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 because, let's be honest, they're the one that we see the most. And the one, I'm going to use another Manchester United example in this one, is um, Adam Wambasaka. It was actually a chat with your good friend Chris Pajak. The MXP podcast is coming back very soon, by the way. Um, and he mentioned Wambasaka, and he's one of, you know, a few weeks ago, you have Manchester United fans going, no, look, he's the best right-back in, in, in the country. He's better than Trent Alexander-Arnold, because look at his tackling stats. Tackling stats? <laughs> Look at his tackling stats. Since when is that a relevant metric to a modern day fullback? And I get it. I get it. I do. It's like saying, it's like shot stopping. People go, well, he's a great shot stopper as a goalkeeper. Great. Being able to save the ball is the most basic functions of a goalkeeper. You should be good at those things. David De Gea could fall into that category as well. You know, you, you can take numbers and you can take stats and you can use them to prove a particular point. There was loads of people looking at the, the, the Vidic versus Van Dijk stuff as well, trying to go, well, Vidic was brilliant. Look at all, look at all these, these stats that show that he's better. Is Vidic a better centre-half than Virgil van Dijk? No, absolutely not. Did anyone ever say that Vidic was the best player on the planet? Was he ever in the, 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 the running to be a Ballon d'Or winner? No. Vidic was outstanding, exceptional but, the, but there's levels as you can use stats to prove anything. And I think we do this a lot. I, we, we, we've done it at Liverpool for years. Because I, I, you think that the players you've got are better than what they are. Because they're what you watch week in, week out. And you've got a natural fondness and affinity for them. So I think we have a tendency to overrate almost across the board all of the football players in our club to a certain extent. Which is why it's mad for me as a Liverpool fan this season. Because it's probably the first time ever in my lifetime of following the Reds where... I can genuinely say Liverpool have got the best in the world. They've got the best goalie in the world. They've got the best centre-half in the world. They've got two of the best wingers in the world. They've arguably got the best DM in the world. They've got the best all-round midfielder in the world. You know what I mean? Uh, so, it, yeah, it, I might still be being biased. If I'm being really biased, of course, let me know in the comments. But no, I find it fascinating. The one of the shells that was in there, which I, I do totally disagree with, of course, is the, the the Harry Kane stuff. I find that the, the notion that Harry Kane is, is, is overrated is mad. You know, there's a guy who scored 136 goals in 198 Premier League appearances. He's 26 years old. He's not overrated. He's just really, really good. And he had two seasons where he's had some injury worries for the first time. Now, that might mean Harry Kane, is, we've seen all we're going to see from Harry Kane. But 
you know, there's every chance that if he gets back, he gets fit and maybe gets a fresh move somewhere else or a full season under Mourinho, who, for whom he is the perfect Mourinho centre-forward. We'll find Harry Kane back to 30 goal a season and right back in the bracket of the best centre-forwards in the world alongside your Lewandowski's and previously your Cavani's and previously your Higuain's. You know, your, your, your target men lead the team centre-forwards. Harry Kane's brilliant. I won't have that. I won't have that as much as, the, you know, the banterist in me and the person who doesn't really like Harry Kane because I think he's a, you know, he's a, a goal-claiming tapping merchants etc 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 diving blah 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 that all comes from me not really liking him as a person i think he's a fantastic footballer let me know yours in the comments below if you want more from me um i've got a patron we've got a growing following i've just done the first match patriot exclusive q a taking your questions every month doing some behind the scenes stuff as well and it helps to support the channel so if you're here and you like this and you want to join up it does help to support the channel so go to patreon.com forward slash match and become a match patron nice one everyone Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.